0: Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, celebrating the good news of Jesus Christ, Emmanuel,
1: God with us. There is no discord between us and God. The war, God's wrath against mankind is over. We here at
0: Andrew Womack Ministries want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a blessed New Year.
1: HELLO AND WELCOME TO OUR CHRISTMAS EVE BROADCAST OF THE GOSPEL TRUTH. I WANT TO WISH YOU A MERRY CHRISTMAS AND, well, oh, WHAT A BLESSING. WHAT A BLESSING THAT GOD SENT HIS SON TO PAY FOR OUR SINS. THAT'S WHAT WE'VE BEEN TEACHING ON. I WANT TO REMIND YOU BEFORE I GET INTO TODAY'S TEACHING THAT OUR OFFICES ARE CLOSED. OUR HELPLINE IS CLOSED TODAY BECAUSE WE'RE GIVING OUR EMPLOYEES A DAY OFF. BUT YOU CAN ALWAYS GO TO OUR WEBSITE 24-7 AND YOU CAN RECEIVE THESE MATERIALS BUT NO ONE WILL BE THERE ON THE PHONE CENTER TODAY TO RECEIVE YOUR CALLS. SO uh, STILL GO TO OUR WEBSITE BECAUSE THE MATERIALS THAT I'M OFFERING, THIS TEACHING ON THE WAR IS OVER. I'M TAKING IT FROM A PASSAGE OF SCRIPTURE THAT YOU'LL HEAR A LOT ABOUT DURING THIS CHRISTMAS SEASON. LUKE CHAPTER 2 VERSE 14, THE ANGELS WERE SINGING, GLORY TO GOD IN THE HIGHEST AND ON EARTH, PEACE, GOOD WILL TOWARDS MEN. AND PEOPLE MISINTERPRET THAT AND THINK THAT IT'S PEACE AMONG MEN BUT IT'S LITERALLY TALKING ABOUT PEACE FROM GOD TOWARDS MAN. PRIOR TO THE ADVENT, THE CRUCIFIXION, AND THE RESURRECTION OF JESUS, THERE HAD BEEN WAR BETWEEN GOD AND MAN BECAUSE OF SIN. AND GOD HAD PUNISHED PEOPLE'S SINS. AND THERE WAS AN ADVERSARIAL RELATIONSHIP BETWEEN GOD AND MAN. BUT WHEN JESUS CAME, THE ANGELS KNEW THAT HE CAME TO REDEEM US FROM OUR SINS, TO PAY THE PUNISHMENT FOR OUR SINS, AND THEY WERE LOOKING FORWARD TO HIS CRUCIFIXION AND RESURRECTION, AND THEY WERE SINGING PEACE FROM GOD TOWARDS MAN. THE WAR IS OVER. AND THAT'S WHAT I TALKED ABOUT ALL LAST WEEK. AND THEN LAST FRIDAY, I WAS IN ISAIAH CHAPTER 52, AND IN VERSE 14, I WAS TALKING ABOUT THAT HIS VISAGE, THAT MEANS FACE, WAS SO MARRED MORE THAN ANY MAN, AND HIS FORM MORE THAN THE SONS OF MAN. AND THIS IS TALKING ABOUT JESUS, THAT HIS FACE WAS MARRED MORE THAN ANY PERSON WHO HAS EVER LIVED ON THIS EARTH, AND HIS BODY WAS SO Uh, BRUTALIZED NOT ONLY BY THE ROMAN BEATING, BUT BY TAKING ALL OF THE SIN AND DISEASE AND deformities THAT HAS EVER HIT THE HUMAN RACE. IT SO DEFORMED HIS BODY THAT HE WASN'T EVEN RECOGNIZABLE AS A HUMAN BEING HANGING ON THE CROSS. I TALKED ABOUT THAT ON OUR PROGRAM LAST FRIDAY. IF YOU'VE MISSED ANY OF THIS, YOU REALLY NEED TO GET THIS TEACHING BECAUSE AGAIN, MOST PEOPLE DON'T see this, They haven't had the revelation of the tremendous price, the suffering that Jesus paid. Once you see how much Jesus suffered for us, it makes you feel like, well, how could I add to that? Instead of me somehow or another going around with this condemnation and feeling that me feeling unworthy is somehow or another glorifying God. It's actually it's glorifying God more when you just humble yourself and say, God, I don't deserve any of this, but because of the tremendous price. THAT JESUS PAID. MAN, I AM NOT GOING TO GO AROUND UNWORTHY. HE PAID FOR ME TO FEEL ACCEPTED. IT SAYS IN EPHESIANS CHAPTER 1 THAT WE ARE NOW ACCEPTED IN THE BELOVED. AND DID YOU KNOW THAT THAT WORD THAT WAS TRANSLATED ACCEPTED RIGHT THERE, IT'S ONLY USED TWICE IN THE NEW TESTAMENT. THE OTHER TIME THAT IT WAS USED IS WHEN THE ANGEL APPEARED UNTO THE VIRGIN MARY AND SAID, HAIL THOU THAT art HIGHLY FAVORED. SO THAT GREEK WORD WAS TRANSLATED HIGHLY FAVORED WHEN THE ANGEL SAID THAT TO MARY, AND THEN WHEN PAUL WROTE IT IN EPHESIANS CHAPTER 1, SAYS WE ARE ACCEPTED IN THE BELOVED. WE ARE HIGHLY FAVORED. GOD ISN'T JUST TOLERATING US. IF YOU'VE ACCEPTED JESUS, IF YOU'VE MADE JESUS YOUR LORD, YOU HAVE NOW BEEN MADE THE RIGHTEOUSNESS OF GOD, YOU ARE HIGHLY FAVORED. YOU ARE ACCEPTED IN THE BELOVED, NOT BECAUSE YOU'VE DONE EVERYTHING RIGHT, BUT BECAUSE JESUS PAID SUCH A HUGE PRICE THAT, MAN, IT IS HUMILITY ON OUR PART TO SAY, I'M RIGHTEOUS, NOT SELF-RIGHTEOUS, NOT THROUGH MY OWN GOODNESS, BUT A FAITH-RIGHTEOUSNESS. IT WAS GIVEN UNTO ME. SECOND CORINTHIANS five twenty-one. FOR HE MADE HIM TO BE SIN FOR US WHO KNEW NO SIN, THAT WE MIGHT BE MADE THE RIGHTEOUSNESS OF GOD. I AM THE RIGHTEOUSNESS OF GOD, NOT BECAUSE I DO EVERYTHING RIGHT, BUT BECAUSE I PUT FAITH IN JESUS, AND JESUS GAVE ME HIS RIGHTEOUSNESS. GOD GAVE JESUS MY SIN, AND JESUS GAVE ME HIS RIGHTEOUSNESS. IT'S THE GREAT EXCHANGE. HE BECAME WHAT I WAS SO THAT I COULD BECOME WHAT HE IS. MAN, THIS IS GOOD NEWS. SO AGAIN, WE WERE TALKING ABOUT HIS FACE WAS MARRED MORE THAN ANY MAN IN HIS FORM, MORE THAN THE SONS OF MAN. VERSE 15 SAYS, SO SHALL HE SPRINKLE MANY NATIONS. AGAIN, YOU GOT TO REMEMBER, THIS WAS WRITTEN TO THE JEWS 400 AND SOMETHING YEARS BEFORE JESUS CAME, AND AT THAT TIME, JESUS WAS ONLY DEALING WITH THE NATION OF ISRAEL AS HIS PEOPLE, BUT THIS IS A PROPHECY THAT JESUS, WHEN HE BECAME MARRED MORE THAN ANY MAN, HE WOULD SPRINKLE MANY NATIONS. THIS WAS SHOWING THE PEOPLE IN THE OLD TESTAMENT THAT SALVATION WOULD BE OPENED UP UNTO THE GENTILES. IT WOULDN'T BE RESERVED FOR JUST THE JEWS. SO HE WOULD SPRINKLE MANY NATIONS, THE KINGS SHALL SHUT THEIR MOUTHS AT HIM. AND I GUARANTEE YOU, SINCE THE ADVENT OF JESUS AND HIS DEATH AND RESURRECTION, THERE HAVE BEEN KINGS THROUGHOUT NEARLY EVERY NATION ON THIS PLANET THAT HAVE COME UNDER THE DOMINION AND UNDER THE SUBMISSION TO JESUS AND HAVE RECOGNIZED THIS, AND THEY HAVE HUMBLED THEMSELVES BEFORE HIM. IT SAYS, THAT WHICH HAD NOT BEEN TOLD THEM SHALL THEY SEE, AND THAT WHICH THEY HAD NOT HEARD SHALL THEY CONSIDER. AND THEN IN CHAPTER 53, VERSE 1, IT SAYS, WHO HATH BELIEVED OUR REPORT? AND TO WHOM IS THE ARM OF THE LORD REVEALED? YOU KNOW, AGAIN, IF YOU COULD TAKE ALL OF THIS IN HIS CONTEXT, ESPECIALLY THOSE VERSES THAT I WAS USING IN CHAPTER 52 WHERE IT SAYS HE WAS MARRED. SINCE WE HAD BEEN MARRED, SINCE WE WERE defiled. JESUS TOOK ALL OF OUR defilement, ALL OF OUR MARRE... HE TOOK ALL OF THE THINGS THAT HAPPENED TO ANY PERSON'S FACE HE TOOK ALL OF THE SICKNESSES AND DISEASE SO THAT HE WASN'T EVEN RECOGNIZABLE AS A HUMAN ON THE CROSS. AND THEN, RIGHT IN THE MIDST OF PROPHESYING ALL OF THESE THINGS, IT'S LIKE ISAIAH JUST BROKE OUT IN PRAISE. HE WAS OVERWHELMED AS GOD WAS SHOWING HIM THESE THINGS ABOUT WHAT THE MESSIAH WOULD DO. AND HE SAYS, WHO HATH BELIEVED OUR REPORT? AND TO WHOM IS THE ARM OF THE LORD REVEALED? THIS WOULD BE LIKE US SAYING TODAY, WHO COULD BELIEVE THIS? WHO COULD BELIEVE THAT GOD ALMIGHTY WHO THE SCRIPTURE SAYS THAT THE HEAVENS, EVEN THE HEAVENS OF THE HEAVENS, CANNOT CONTAIN HIM, THAT HE HOLDS THE UNIVERSE IN THE SPAN OF HIS HAND, IN THE WIDTH OF HIS HAND. OUR UNIVERSE, WHICH MAN HAS SAID IS limitless, IT'S INFINITE, AND IT'S STILL EXPANDING. THE ENTIRE UNIVERSE CAN FIT... FIT IN THE PALM, THE SPAN OF GOD'S HAND. GOD, WHO IS SO INFINITE, so WHO IS, who is SO GREAT, WOULD LIMIT HIMSELF AND BECOME A MAN. AND THEN NOT JUST A MAN, BUT THEN HE WOULD SUFFER AND HE WOULD BE MARRED. HIS FACE WOULD BE MARRED MORE THAN ANY OTHER. HE WOULD BE SO BRUTALIZED THAT HE WASN'T EVEN RECOGNIZED AS A HUMAN. WHO CAN BELIEVE THAT GOD ALMIGHTY WOULD DO SOMETHING LIKE THAT? THAT'S WHAT ISAIAH IS SAYING. HE'S JUST OVERWHELMED. WHO'S BELIEVED OUR REPORT? TO WHOM IS THE ARM OF THE LORD REVEALED IN VERSE 2, FOR HE SHALL GROW UP BEFORE HIM AS A TENDER PLANT AND AS A ROOT OUT OF DRY GROUND. HE HATH NO FORM OR comeliness, AND WHEN WE SHALL SEE HIM, THERE IS NO BEAUTY THAT WE SHOULD DESIRE HIM. AGAIN, EVERY ONE OF THESE THINGS IS TALKING ABOUT JESUS, THE MESSIAH, AND IT SAYS THAT HE HAS NO FORM NOR comeliness. Comeliness JUST MEANS BEAUTY. THERE'S NOTHING ATTRACTIVE ABOUT HIM. NOW, I DON'T BELIEVE THAT JESUS' PHYSICAL BODY WAS NECESSARILY UGLY OR BAD, BUT THERE WAS NOTHING SPECIAL ABOUT HIM. HE WASN'T A BEAUTIFUL PERSON. HE WASN'T THE KIND THAT WHEN YOU SEE HIM, YOU JUST ADMIRE THEM BECAUSE THEY ARE LIKE MR. AND MRS. PERFECT. YOU KNOW, I REMEMBER WHEN WE TOOK OUR GRANDDAUGHTER TO DISNEY WORLD AND WE GOT A SPECIAL MEAL IN uh, THE CASTLE AND WE HAD CINDERELLA AND ALL OF THE YOU KNOW, PRINCE CHARMING AND STUFF. AND JAMIE AND I TALKED ABOUT WHERE DO THEY FIND THESE PEOPLE? THESE ARE JUST PERFECT PEOPLE. I MEAN, THEY LOOK PERFECT. WHERE DO YOU FIND PERFECT PEOPLE LIKE THIS? I DON'T KNOW MANY PEOPLE LIKE THAT, BUT JESUS WASN'T ONE OF THOSE PERFECT PEOPLE. JESUS WAS JUST PLAIN LOOKING, NOT NECESSARILY BAD LOOKING, BUT THERE WASN'T ANY BEAUTY. THERE WASN'T ANY COMELINESS. AND IT SAYS, AND WHEN WE SHALL SEE HIM, THERE IS NO BEAUTY THAT WE SHOULD DESIRE HIM. JESUS WASN'T A DESIRABLE PERSON. THIS IS AMAZING TO ME. YOU KNOW, IF I HAD BEEN GOD, AND IF I LOVED THE HUMAN RACE ENOUGH THAT I WOULD BECOME ONE OF THEM, AND THEN I WOULD ENTER INTO A PHYSICAL BODY, AND I WOULD SUFFER AND DIE FOR THEM. IF I LOVED PEOPLE uh, AS MUCH AS GOD DID, THAT I WOULD LIMIT MYSELF THE ONE WHO IS LIMITLESS. I WOULD LIMIT MYSELF TO A PHYSICAL BODY. IF I WOULD HAVE DONE THAT, I GUARANTEE YOU, I WOULD HAVE BEEN THE BEST SPECIMEN OF HUMAN FLESH THAT EVER EXISTED. I'D HAVE BEEN TALLER THAN ANYBODY ELSE. I'D HAVE BEEN MUSCULAR. I'D HAVE MADE HERCULES LOOK PITIFUL. I WOULD HAVE BEEN BEAUTIFUL. I MEAN, IF YOU STOP AND THINK ABOUT IT, THIS IS THE WAY WE WOULD HAVE REPRESENTED ourselves. WE WOULD HAVE BEEN THE BEST SPECIMEN. WE WOULD HAVE BEEN THE MOST HANDSOME PERSON THAT HAD EVER EXISTED, THE STRONGEST PERSON. BUT JESUS CAME AND THERE WAS NO FORM OR comeliness. WHEN WE SEE HIM, THERE WAS NO BEAUTY THAT WE SHOULD DESIRE HIM. THERE WAS NOTHING DESIRABLE ABOUT HIM. YOU KNOW, I DON'T KNOW ALL THE REASONS FOR THAT, BUT I KNOW THAT JESUS TOOK OUR INFIRMITIES. JESUS FELT WHAT WE FELT. AND YOU KNOW, I-I'VE NEVER CONSIDERED MYSELF TO BE A-A BEAUTIFUL PERSON, A HANDSOME PERSON. I'M NOT NECESSARILY UGLY, BUT MAN, I-I BELIEVE THAT JESUS BECAME LIKE I WAS. YOU KNOW, WHEN I WAS A KID, I REMEMBER HAVING ZITS AND HAVING ALL OF THESE KIND OF THINGS, AND-AND I BELIEVE THAT JESUS SUFFERED THE THINGS THAT WE SUFFERED. I BELIEVE THAT JESUS, ONE OF THE REASONS HE WASN'T A BEAUTIFUL PERSON IS BECAUSE MOST OF US AREN'T. MOST OF US ARE JUST AVERAGE. MOST OF US ARE JUST NORMAL. JESUS BECAME AVERAGE. JESUS KNEW WHAT IT WAS LIKE TO BE AVERAGE, NOT TO BE SPECIAL. HERE'S THE CREATOR OF EVERYTHING BECOMING TOTALLY AVERAGE. THAT'S AMAZING. YOU KNOW, JESUS SUFFERED ON THE CROSS. HE SUFFERED THE BEATING. HE SUFFERED CRUCIFIXION. AND I'M NOT TRYING TO MINIMIZE THAT. BUT JESUS SUFFERED FROM THE MOMENT HE ENTERED INTO A HUMAN BODY. AND I BELIEVE THAT AS HE WAS GROWING UP, HE GAINED THE REVELATION THAT HE WAS GOD ALMIGHTY IN A HUMAN BODY. HE WAS THE CREATOR. AND HE WOULD WALK BY PEOPLE. AND HE CREATED THEM. HE CREATED EVERYTHING THAT THEY WERE SEEING. And yet, he would walk by people and they didn't even acknowledge him. They couldn't tell the difference between him and anybody else that was walking by them. You know, if you stop and think about it, that was suffering. Nobody recognized who he was, nobody gave him the honor and the recognition. His own parents, you know, when they lost him at the feast when he was 12 years old, and they said, you know, they reprimanded him, and he says, Don't you understand that I must be about my father's business? And they didn't understand. They, even THOUGH MARY WAS A VIRGIN AND SHE KNEW THAT THIS WAS GOD AND SHE KNEW WHAT THE ANGEL TOLD HER, SHE DID NOT HAVE A FULL UNDERSTANDING. HER OWN PARENTS DIDN'T FULLY APPRECIATE HIM. NOBODY APPRECIATED HIM. JESUS SUFFERED NOT ONLY ON THE CROSS. JESUS SUFFERED FOR 33 YEARS WALKING IN THIS WORLD, SEEING PEOPLE IN PAIN AND IN SUFFERING, KNOWING THAT HE HAD COME TO SET THEM FREE AND YET IT WASN'T TIME YET AND HE COULDN'T SET THEM FREE. IT'S AMAZING TO ME. YOU KNOW, YOU NEED TO MEDITATE ON THESE SCRIPTURES. THERE WASN'T ANY comeliness, THERE WASN'T ANY BEAUTY THAT WE SHOULD DESIRE HIM. IN VERSE 3, HE IS DESPISED AND REJECTED OF MEN. AND AGAIN, THIS ISN'T ONLY AT HIS CRUCIFIXION. IT INCLUDES THAT. BUT JESUS WAS DESPISED AND REJECTED OF PEOPLE. I'M SURE THAT THERE WERE PEOPLE THAT WHEN JESUS WAS BORN, WHEN HE WAS A LITTLE CHILD, THEY SAID, YOU KNOW, THIS IS MARY'S SON. SHE WAS PREGNANT BEFORE THEY GOT MARRIED. THERE WAS CRITICISM. THERE WAS PEOPLE THAT SAID THINGS ABOUT HIM FROM THE TIME HE WAS BORN ALL THE WAY UNTIL THE TIME THAT HE DIED FOR US. SO HE IS DESPISED AND REJECTED A MAN, A MAN OF SORROWS AND ACQUAINTED WITH GRIEF. THIS IS AMAZING THAT GOD ALMIGHTY WOULD COME INTO THIS EARTH AND THAT HE WOULD BE ACQUAINTED WITH GRIEF. YOU KNOW, WE ASSUME THAT JOSEPH, HIS uh, ADOPTED FATHER, NOT HIS PHYSICAL FATHER, BUT LIKE A STEPFATHER TO HIM, WE ASSUME THAT HE WAS DEAD, AT THE TIME THAT JESUS BEGAN HIS MINISTRY BECAUSE WHEN HE WAS IN NAZARETH, THEY SAID IN MARK CHAPTER 6, IS NOT THIS THE SON OF MARY AND HIS brethren, AND THEY MENTIONED ALL OF THIS, BUT THEY DIDN'T MENTION JOSEPH. THEY MENTIONED MARY AND JESUS' BROTHERS AND SISTERS COMING TO HIM. BUT THE LACK OF MENTIONING JOSEPH MEANS THAT HE PROBABLY EXPERIENCED THE DEATH OF JOSEPH. CERTAINLY HE SAW THE DEATH OF OTHER PEOPLE AROUND HIM. HE WAS ACQUAINTED WITH GRIEF not because he had ever done anything wrong, but because he came to, to deal with us and to help us. Boy, you need to meditate on this. The suffering of Jesus was not just on the cross. Again, not minimizing any of that, but he suffered for 33 years. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. The next verse says Surely he hath borne our griefs. AND CARRIED OUR SORROWS. YET WE DID ESTEEM HIM STRICKEN, SMITTEN OF GOD, AND AFFLICTED. BUT HE WAS WOUNDED FOR OUR TRANSGRESSIONS. HE WAS BRUISED FOR OUR INIQUITIES. THE CHASTISEMENT OF OUR PEACE WAS UPON HIM, AND WITH HIS STRIPES WE ARE HEALED. VERSES 4 AND 5 SAY THAT HE, w- he WAS BEARING OUR SUFFERINGS. JESUS DIDN'T COME INTO THIS EARTH AND BE ACQUAINTED WITH GRIEF AND DESPISED AND REJECTED AND WOUNDED AND ALL OF THESE THINGS BECAUSE OF ANY INIQUITY OR WRONGDOING ON HIS PART. HE WAS PERFECT. HE WAS SINLESS. HE DID THESE THINGS FOR US. HE BORE OUR GRIEFS AND CARRIED OUR SORROWS. YOU KNOW, BECAUSE OF THIS, I AM JUST DETERMINED THAT I AM NOT GOING TO LIVE A LIFE OF GRIEF AND SORROW. AND YET I'VE HAD A LOT OF BAD THINGS HAPPEN. I'VE BEEN KIDNAPPED. I'VE BEEN SPIT UPON. I'VE BEEN LIED ABOUT. I've been maligned. I've had a lot of things happen. I've had things in my own family. I've suffered um, rejection by my own children, and and praise God, the Lord is redeeming the situation. But I'm saying, uh, I just there's most people would come to me and think that you've got to suffer. You've got to have grief. You couldn't go through the death of my grandmother, who kind of raised me until I was eight years old. She died when I was eight years old. My father died when. Uh, HE WAS um, 54, AND I HAD JUST TURNED 12 YEARS OLD, and, AND MOST PEOPLE WOULD SAY, YOU, YOU CAN'T GO THROUGH THOSE KIND OF THINGS AND COME OUT JUST NORMAL. YOU'VE GOT TO BE, YOU'VE GOT TO LIMP THROUGH LIFE. YOU'RE GOING TO HAVE PROBLEMS THE REST OF YOUR LIFE. I BELIEVE THAT JESUS BORE MY SORROWS AND CARRIED MY GRIEF SO THAT EVEN WHEN PEOPLE DIE, I DO NOT FALL APART LIKE A $2 SUITCASE. I'M NOT TRYING TO CONDEMN ANYBODY WHO DOES, BUT I'M SAYING THAT JESUS BORE OUR SORROWS AND CARRIED OUR GRIEFS. WE DON'T HAVE TO BEAR IT. IT IS NOT... SOME PEOPLE WILL SAY, WELL, YOU JUST ARE IN DENIAL. I AM NOT DENYING THAT THINGS HAPPEN AND THAT I HAVE TEMPTATION TO BE DEVASTATED AND GRIEF-STRICKEN. I'VE HAD THINGS LIKE THAT. I HAD SOME THINGS HAPPEN THAT MADE PAUL HARVEY. SOME OF YOU, YOU KNOW, IT'S BEEN far LONG ENOUGH NOW THAT PAUL HARVEY HAS DIED THAT SOME OF YOU DON'T KNOW, BUT HE USED TO HAVE A WORLDWIDE RADIO BROADCAST THAT HE GAVE THE DAY'S NEWS. AND I MEAN, IT WENT WORLDWIDE. AND I MADE HIS RADIO BROADCAST. HE STARTED BY SAYING, THIS IS THE WORST THING I'VE EVER HEARD and then he gave an example of what happened to Jamie and me and i had people on other parts of the world who heard this he called out our name and talked about it. the day that that happened i remember some of my staff came to me and they said you can't teach in school today we heard what had happened and i said yes i can teach and they said no no you're this is tragic you can't do this and they said you you know we'll take over your classes for you and i said look i'm teaching jesus bore my sorrows and carried my grief AND EVEN THOUGH I'VE HAD SOME BAD THINGS HAPPEN TO ME, I JUST REFUSE TO GIVE in to IT. I DON'T DENY THAT I HAVE FEELINGS, AND I DON'T DENY THAT THINGS HAPPEN TO ME, BUT I AM SAYING THAT JESUS BORE MY sorrows AND CARRIED MY GRIEFS, AND IF JESUS BORE THEM, I'M NOT GOING TO BEAR THEM. I BELIEVE THAT'S HONORING GOD. I'M NOT IN DENIAL. I DON'T DENY THAT BAD THINGS HAPPEN, BUT I DO DENY THAT ALL I AM IS PHYSICAL. AND THAT I'M JUST LIKE AN ANIMAL AND IF SOMETHING HAPPENS, I'VE GOT TO RESPOND IN KIND. NO, I'M CREATED IN THE IMAGE OF GOD. JESUS BORE MY SORROWS AND CARRIED MY grief. IN MY SPIRIT, I HAVE LOVE, JOY, AND PEACE, ALL OF THE THINGS THAT ARE LISTED IN GALATIANS 5, AND 23, AND I AM GONNA OPERATE OUT OF MY SPIRIT AND I AM NOT GONNA GO BY MY FEELINGS AND EMOTIONS. I DON'T CARE BECAUSE JESUS BORE MY SORROWS AND CARRIED MY GRIEF. IF HE BORE IT, I'M NOT GOING TO BEAR IT. IT HONORS HIM WHEN I GO AHEAD AND ACT LIKE I AM SET FREE, WHETHER I FEEL IT OR SEE IT OR NOT. AND THIS INFURIATES A LOT OF CHRISTIANS. CHRISTIANS WILL GET ON MY CASE. YOU AREN'T BEING COMPASSIONATE TOWARDS PEOPLE. I THINK SOMETIMES IT'S COMPASSION TO TELL A PERSON THAT YOU DON'T HAVE TO LIVE LIKE A PERSON THAT DOESN'T KNOW GOD. THAT YOU HAVE A PART OF YOU THAT HAS NOW BEEN QUICKENED AND YOU CAN LIVE BEYOND OR ABOVE YOUR CIRCUMSTANCES. PEOPLE WILL SAY, HOW ARE YOU DOING? AND THEY'LL SAY, WELL, NOT TOO BAD UNDER THE CIRCUMSTANCES. WHAT ARE YOU DOING UNDER THERE? THE BIBLE SAYS IN DEUTERONOMY CHAPTER 28 THAT WE ARE ABOVE ONLY AND NOT BENEATH THE HEAD AND NOT THE TAIL. YOU SHOULDN'T BE LIVING UNDER CIRCUMSTANCES. YOU SHOULDN'T BE LETTING WHAT THE DEVIL AND WHAT THE WORLD AND JUST LIFE HAS DEALT YOU, DESTROY YOU. YOU CAN BE A VICTOR INSTEAD OF A VICTIM. JESUS HAS CAUSED YOU TO OVERCOME. JESUS SUFFERED GRIEF AND SORROW SO THAT YOU DON'T HAVE TO. NOW, I'M NOT SAYING THAT YOU DON'T MISS A PERSON WHEN THEY DIE. I'VE LOST MY GRANDMOTHER, MY FATHER, MY MOTHER, MY SISTER. I'VE HAD MANY OF MY FRIENDS DIE. I MISS THEM. But man, I don't sorrow as other people that don't have hope, is what it says, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Because of what Jesus has done, death has lost its sting. The grave has lost its victory, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses, I think it's 55 or 56. Sin has, the dominion, the sting of sin has been taken away through what Jesus has done. And I miss people, but man, I don't grieve like the world. FOR A CHRISTIAN TO GO THROUGH THE SAME GRIEF PROCESS THAT A PERSON THAT DOESN'T KNOW GOD GOES THROUGH, SOMETHING IS WRONG. YOU AREN'T TAKING ADVANTAGE OF WHAT JESUS HAS DONE. HE BORE YOUR SORROWS. HE CARRIED YOUR griefs, HE WAS BRUISED FOR OUR INIQUITIES. THE CHASTISEMENT OF OUR PEACE WAS UPON HIM, AND WITH HIS STRIPES WE ARE HEALED. IF JESUS BORE THESE THINGS FOR ME, I'M NOT GOING TO BEAR THEM. NOT ONLY THE EMOTIONAL THINGS, MY sorrows AND MY GRIEF, THE CHASTISEMENT OF MY PEACE, BUT HE BORE MY SICKNESSES AND DISEASES. THIS EXACT PASSAGE OF SCRIPTURE WHERE IT SAYS, BY HIS STRIPES WE ARE HEALED. MANY CHRISTIANS WILL INTERPRET THIS IN A SPIRITUAL WAY. WELL, I WAS, YOU KNOW, SICK SPIRITUALLY AND JESUS HEALED ME. BUT OVER IN MATTHEW CHAPTER 8, JESUS HEALED PETER'S MOTHER-IN-LAW AND A WHOLE GROUP OF OTHER PEOPLE, AND IT SAID THIS WAS DONE THAT IT MIGHT BE FULFILLED, WHICH WAS WRITTEN BY ISAIAH THE PROPHET, SAYING HE HIMSELF TOOK OUR INFIRMITIES AND bare OUR SICKNESSES. THAT IS A QUOTATION FROM ISAIAH, CHAPTER 53, VERSES 4 AND 5, AND SO THAT IS VERY CLEAR THAT THIS HEALING INCLUDES EMOTIONAL HEALING AND THINGS LIKE THAT, BUT IT IS NOT LIMITED TO IT. IT INCLUDES PHYSICAL HEALING. IF JESUS BORE MY SICKNESSES SO THAT I DON'T HAVE TO BEAR THEM, WELL, THEN I AM NOT GOING TO BE SICK. I REFUSE TO BE SICK. I WOULDN'T BE SICK ANY MORE THAN I'D GO OUT AND COMMIT SIN. I HATE SICKNESS AS MUCH AS I HATE SIN. I AM NOT GOING TO LIVE THAT WAY. JESUS BORE THESE THINGS. MAN, IF YOU COULD UNDERSTAND THE PRICE THAT HE PAID, YOU COULD UNDERSTAND THAT THE WAR IS OVER, THAT GOD HAS PLACED OUR PUNISHMENT UPON JESUS. THAT'S WHAT I'M TEACHING ABOUT. I TELL YOU, THIS WOULD CHANGE YOUR LIFE. AND AT THIS CHRISTMAS SEASON, THIS IS REALLY GLORIFYING GOD TO TALK ABOUT WHAT JESUS DID. YES, IT'S IMPORTANT TO RECOGNIZE THAT JESUS CAME INTO THIS WORLD AS A BABY AND HE GREW UP AND DID ALL OF THESE THINGS. BUT HE WAS BORN TO DIE. AND I AM HONORING THE BIRTH OF JESUS BY TALKING ABOUT THAT HE ACCOMPLISHED WHAT HE CAME TO DO. Welcome to the AWM Minute, a small glimpse on how your partnership with Andrew Walmack Ministries and Karis Bible College is setting captives free around the world.
0: Caroline Yeager reached the point that she would rather end her own life than try to meet the impossible
1: religious demands her legalistic upbringing demanded of her. But Caroline's life changed when she discovered the free resources provided by Andrew Walmack Ministries where she was able to renew her
0: mind in the truth of God's love and grace. So through Andrew's ministry in the fact that you could get it any time of the day or night and it was free because uh, there again, my husband didn't give me any money. God opened my eyes in the fact that I could seek as a woman. I could seek and I could find. Today, Caroline's whole family has been freed of
1: works-based religion thanks to the free teachings provided by our friends and partners. To see Caroline's full grace encounter, visit awmi.net today. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I'd like to encourage you to check out our Gospel Truth TV. That's gospeltruth.tv. It's an internet based television network, and you are not only going to get my teaching, but you are also going to hear instructors from Caris Bible College. You've got well known people on there like Kenneth Copeland, Creflo Dollar, Jesse Duplantis, Keith Moore. These are all people that are friends of mine. We have differences and variances, but we're all preaching the same thing and it's a safe place to be. You are gonna be blessed, so check it out. It's 24 seven, gospeltruth.tv.
0: We hope you enjoyed this edition of the Gospel Truth. Andrew would like to extend a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible for us to broadcast this message consistently all around the world. Because of your contributions, we've been able to put free ministry materials into the hands of millions in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today.
1: I'D REALLY LIKE TO ENCOURAGE YOU TO GET THIS MATERIAL. THIS BOOK, ON THE WAR IS OVER, IS AVAILABLE IN ENGLISH AND IN SPANISH. AND THEN I HAVE A STUDY GUIDE THAT IS ALSO IN ENGLISH AND IN SPANISH. THIS IS PRIMARILY FOR DISCIPLESHIP. IT'S A TREMENDOUS TOOL THAT HAS A CD-ROM INSIDE WHERE YOU CAN PRINT OUT THE QUESTIONS AND DISCIPLE OTHERS. AND THEN I HAVE CDs AND DVDs. I TELL YOU, THIS TEACHING WOULD CHANGE YOUR LIFE. LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER AND RESPOND TODAY.
0: Andrew's teaching titled The War Is Over is available in a CD album recorded live from a Gospel Truth seminar or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. You can also get this teaching as a book or study guide in either English or Spanish. Or you can get The War Is Over package, which includes your choice of either the CD or DVD album, the book, and the study guide, This package has a catalog value of $85, but you can get it today for only 60. Our helpline is closed today to allow our employees to celebrate the Christmas holiday, but you can always visit our website where you can order ministry materials online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at awmi.net. On our website, you'll not only find materials from today's broadcast, you'll also find a wealth of ministry resources available to you if you prefer you can order materials by writing us use the address on your screen if you enjoyed today's program you can watch this entire series and over 17 years of andrews tv and radio broadcast free for you to download and share with others by going to awmi.net awmi.net is where to find encouragement when you're discouraged awmi.net is where to find biblical truth when you need strength You can always count on awmi.net for sharing God's unconditional love and grace.